Hello, I'm Jim Franks, and this is an episode of our podcast, Verse by Verse, which will explore the insights and lessons from the Word of God, the Bible. Today, our verse is found in the book of Ephesians. But let's explore the background of this epistle before we go to the actual verse we will be studying today. Clearly, the book of Ephesians was written by the Apostle Paul. Authorship of the epistle is not in doubt, since Paul names himself as the author in the very first verse. The question among scholars is whether Paul wrote this as a message to the church at Ephesus or whether he wrote it as a general letter of circulation for all the churches in Asia Minor. It does seem obvious from the introduction that this was written specifically to the group in Ephesus, but if there is a possibility of a dispute, it seems that scholars will find it. By way of background, Ephesus was one of the major cities in Asia Minor and located on the famous Roman mail route. In Revelation 2, John lists Ephesus as one of the seven churches to which a unique message from Jesus Christ is delivered to each of the seven. With the exceptions of Smyrna and Philadelphia, the churches all received praise along with some correction. The church at Ephesus was corrected by Christ for losing their first love, which would seem to be their love for the truth and their preaching of the gospel to the world. This is stated in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Now, we only have this statement with no further clarification or expansion. In the actual epistle to the Ephesians, Paul addresses his audience as the saints who are in Ephesus. Scholars acknowledge that Paul, different from John, gives no correction to the local congregation, but only praise and encouragement in this epistle. Well, now let's go to our verse for today. Ephesians 4, beginning in verse 1. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Now that's Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 3. But what a mouthful in three short verses. Paul addresses the calling that is essential for a Christian. Christ made it very clear in John 6, verse 44, that only the Father can call one out of this world into what is referred to by Paul in another epistle, the marvelous light of the kingdom. In other words, a Christian calling is a distinct miracle of God and one that is required to become part of the body of Christ. Paul then lays out a primary goal of Christianity, that of unity. But it isn't just any unity. You can be united in a negative way. To be united against something is never truly unity. Paul is advocating for a unity that has obvious fruits, beginning with lowliness and gentleness. Clearly, humility is a characteristic of godly unity, and without it, one can never really claim true unity. Next, Paul addresses another fruit of unity, patience, being willing to bear with one another in love. We learn that as human beings, we won't become perfect overnight. In fact, this entire life is a growing process, and we are all at different levels of growth. There are numerous verses where those who are strong in the faith are encouraged to bear with and assist those who are weaker. Unity gets lost if we are always judging our brethren by a standard that we are probably not living up to ourselves. Now, this is not an excuse for tolerating sin. Paul addresses that in 1 Corinthians, but it is an opportunity to help someone by being patient with them as they grow. Now, where does all this take us? What is the next step? 
where we are to endeavor to work hard, that is, to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. What does it mean to endeavor to keep? This is an acknowledgment that unity is an elusive quality that can be lost at any time if we stop working on it. And it is described as unity of the Spirit, not something superficial, but something we feel deeply that goes to the very core of our being. Another product of this unity is the bond of peace. In 1 Corinthians 14, Paul raises the issue of peace in all of our congregations. This was his goal when he wrote to the Ephesians, and it is our goal today. But we must endeavor, work hard, use the fruits of God's Spirit, and produce the peace that we all want when we attend Sabbath services. There is much to take in when reading these few verses. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more. Thank you.